Sirius seen from Earth, strung out one behind the other like jewels on a velvet string. They hurtled across the heavens. They were the six ships on which the original Loire Valley Frenchmen had sailed out into space, seeking a new home on a new planet. They had been put into an orbit around New Gaul and left there while their 30,000 passengers had descended to the surface in chemical-fueled rockets. Mankind, once on the fair and fresh earth of the new planet, had never again ascended to revisit the great ships. For three hundred years these six ships had circled the planet known as New Gaul, nightly beacons and glowing reminders to man that he was a stranger on this planet. When the Earthmen landed on the new planet they had called the new land Le Bopé, or as it was now pronounced, Le Bopfe, the beautiful country. They had been delighted, entranced with the fresh new land. After the burned, war-racked earth they just left, it was like coming to heaven. They found two intelligent species living on the planet, and they found that the species lived in peace and that they had no conception of war or poverty, and they were quite willing to receive the Terrans into their society, provided, that is, they became integrated, or, as they phrased it, natural. The Frenchmen from Earth had been given their choice. They were told, you can live with the people of the beautiful land on our terms, war with us, or leave to seek another planet. The Terrans conferred. Half of them decided to stay. The other half decided to remain only long enough to mine uranium and other chemicals. Then they would voyage onwards. But Nobody from that group of Earthmen ever again stepped into the ferry rockets and soared up to the six ion-beam ships circling about La Beaupay. All succumbed to the philosophy of the natural. Within a few generations, a stranger landing upon the planet would not have known without previous information that the Terrans were not aboriginal. He would have found three species. Two were warm-blooded egg-layers who had evolved directly from reptiles without becoming mammals. The Sassarors and the Amphibs. Somewhere in their dim past, like all happy nations, they had no history. They had set up their society and been very satisfied with it since. It was a peaceful, quiet world. Largely peasant, where nobody had to scratch for a living and where a superb manipulation of biological forces ensured very long lives, no disease, and a social lubrication that left little to desire. From their viewpoint, anyway. The government was nominally a monarchy. The kings were elected by the people and were a different species than the group each ruled. Sassaror ruled human, and vice versa, each assisted by foster brothers and sisters of the race over which they reigned. These were the so-called dukes and duchesses. The Chamber of Deputies, Le Tapfuti, was half human and half Sassaror. The so-called kings took turns presiding over the chamber for forty-day intervals. The deputies were elected for ten-year terms by constituents who could not be deceived about their representatives' purposes because of the sensitive skins which allowed them to determine their true feeling and worth. In one custom alone did the ex-Terrans differ from their neighbors. This was in carrying arms. In the beginning, the Sassaror had allowed the men to wear their short rapiers so they would feel safe even though in the midst of aliens. As time went on, only the king's mucketeers and members of the official underground were allowed to carry a pays. 
These men, it might be noticed, were the congenital adventurers, men who needed to swashbuckle and revel in the name of individualist. Like the egg-stealers, they needed an institution in which they could work off antisocial steam. From the beginning, the amphibians had been a little separate from the Sasseror, and when the Earthmen came, they did not get any more neighborly. Nevertheless, they preserved excellent relations, and they, too, participated in the changeling custom. This changeling custom was another social device set up millennia ago to keep a mutual understanding between all species on the planet. It was a peculiar institution, one that the Earthmen had found hard to understand and ever more difficult to adopt. Nevertheless, once the skins had been accepted, they had changed their attitude, forgot their speculations about its origin, and threw themselves into the custom of stealing babies or eggs from another race and raising the children as their own. You rob my cradle.